are Guys in Shorts, your podcast for all things sports, entertainment, and pop culture. This week, we're talking about the Lakers, of course, USC, and uh, inexplicably giving Clay Helton another season. What the heck? <gasps> what the? Uh, Artie Moreno's all in on Anaheim. We got an answer there. Ooh. The Angels are not going anywhere There's for at least bags. the next 50 years. Uh, plus, the Rams played some football. The Raiders did two-ish. They didn't play any football. <laughs> <laughs> they did not. They absolutely did not play football the last two weeks. And Black Friday and Cyber Monday came and went. Vic's got some uh, some talking points. Thoughts, yeah, why thoughts not? Thoughts on that? Sure. Yeah, sure. The Christmas season is coming. Oh, Christmas is here. Gosh dang <laughs> it, I love Christmas. freaking excited. Love it. Uh, be Go sure rest. you're following us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts Pod, and you're reviewing us and all that stuff. Blah blah blah. Let's get to it. I'm Jeff Wilson, <laughs> and that is Victor Costello, Mr. LeBron James. I know you listen to our podcast, so listen closely. There is a 17 year old kid up in Canada. His name is Corey Groves, and his one wish before he dies is to shake LeBron LeJames LeBron LeJames LeBron, LeBron James. LeJames hand uh unfortunately he has been diagnosed with uh, stage four sarcoma cancer Oof. and has been given a year to live he's been trying to get a hold of the lakers uh, organization or kings james to make this happen he will be in los angeles on december 25th that's when he wants to make it happen so oh. lebron make this kid yeah happy come yeah, on come absolutely. on let's do that make it happen there you go yeah what if lebron heard that on our show oh that'd be amazing if we were a part of that story <laughs> I, I mean, I hope it happens. Right, of course. Uh, It'd be even better if we were a part of it, too. Right. Hey, there's Darren Basa. Hey, guys. Boy, it's cold. You guys are freezing. It I've been freezing since <laughs> the last few days. Been cold. What is this? Minnesota? Know. California, for crying out loud. And we don't know how to drive in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> or stay warm. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. the truth. And there he is, Ben Garcia. Hoopty hoo. Yes. Hey, gentlemen, did you have a good holiday? We had a week off. Uh, recharge the batteries. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Good times. Great. Yeah. Did you fry your turkey, Darren? That we uh, that we spent so much time talking about. Last well, week? Um, I, I thought about it for about uh, thirty minutes while I was at Home Depot looking at the fryers and all that, and yes. I did not oh! take the plunge. Sorry, guys. Sorry to let you down. <laughs> I, I know you guys what? are all for it, but <sighs> maybe uh... did you end up getting a new pellet grill instead, or what? <laughs> what did you do at Home Depot? Something had to have taken you away from. Conversation. The, the conversation sparked it. I was really thinking about it, but uh, too much I, effort. Yeah, probably. Uh, I, mean, I was easier. used. To, I was used to my ways. It's so much easier. It probably is. Mm -hmm. Can I do my best Ben impression? Yeah, that's the problem with this generation. <laughs> is that, uh, you know, you got no grit. You got. You just. Uh, you you're know, all the first talk. obstacle. Yeah, you're so you're all soft. Talk and no do. Yeah. Yeah. When did, when did when did Ben turn into Hulk Hogan? That was I don't know. <laughs> yeah, brother. That's Macho Man Savage. Fry that <laughs> turkey, brother. brother. <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> there you go. There's always next year, though. Uh, oh, your poor kids. You won't do it next year because you're soft. Yeah. yeah. There hey, you go. No maybe next year we'll turkey. have the same conversation. They're <laughs> never gonna know what fried turkey tastes never. like. Ever. Unbelievable. Mm. Well, I'm not even interested in frying a turkey. I would go out and go buy one just to do it before you. <laughs> yes. I love that. Bring you leftovers and see this is what you missed out on. That's yeah. right. Well, 
You failed. I'd like to try your leftovers at it. All right. <laughs> Just give it to the rest of the family. Darren doesn't get any. I cast <laughs> a wide I cast a wide net. <laughs> oh yes, we are back. We took a week off for Thanksgiving, uh the holidays, so uh hope you didn't miss us too much. But uh yeah. Yeah. Let's jump right in, shall we? Yeah, yeah. let's do this. Um, I feel like Lakers are always uh, the biggest news around here, so let's start there. Vic, why don't you kick this off? Well, I think this is the month where we are going to find out who this team um, really is. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be the first real test. Last In November, they ended up playing a lot of teams that were at the by the end of the month were under 500. Okay. And so, so they padded their stats. They padded their ah. stats, a la yep. Russell Westbrook and rebounds. And mm. <laughs> um, this month, I think it's nine out of the fourteen games are on the road, mm-hmm. and many, many more teams above five hundred. Well, I was going to say December and January because January is when they do their Oscars. Trip, yes, where they the long, I think they go long like show. six or seven oh, consecutive right, right, right. two weeks on the road. Yes. So yeah. So go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, 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 no. He's right. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah. He's so, used to it, Ben. He's yeah. been podcasting <laughs> with you for 180-some episodes. Uh, he knows. I try to let the limelight shine <laughs> on everyone. You know? Do you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, soon enough, we'll, we're going to find out who this team is. And, and so far, they've they've done pretty Exceeded well. Exceeded expectations. Yeah, yeah. they lost uh, to Dallas, which has a he, Dallas has a good team. But then they came back and beat Denver, and Denver was in first place in their division. Um, and then the following night on the road, so they, they played in Denver and then they flew to, to Utah back the next to night, back to back on the road, which in the NBA is considered an easy bet. To, that you're going to lose one of them. You're going to lose, yeah. Usually okay. the second. Usually the second, yeah. And they tore apart the Jazz tonight. So <laughs> nice. they have started out pretty strong in Suck December it. so far. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. And um, Anthony that, Davis to me. Dude, is he's ex- a monster. So, monster. I, I will I will stand corrected. Oh, I yeah. love this. Ah, hey, here we go. We're recording here we go. Right? Here yeah. we go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like that you guys brace yourself. Make sure that it's recording. So, All right. We're recording. We are. Yep. Speak slowly and clearly into the mic. <laughs> I don't want to miss a second of this. So as you guys are aware, when you play for a team that's not playoff bound and that's not interesting and doesn't garner national attention, you don't really get to see that player oh, play was, very often. I was waiting for the Angels So joke when, he, right when he's there. playing with the... <laughs> Thank you. you. You know what? You did it yourself. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. So when he played when he played with the Pelicans, uh, I think the one opportunity that I got to see him play consistently was in the first round of the playoffs when Boogie Cousins was mm. uh, the the Twin Towers right. when they were both on the same team and and I can't remember, I think it was actually the Golden State Warriors that they yeah. played tough in right. the first round. They never had a shot at winning, but you got to see the talent shine through on uh, Anthony Davis, and so. That was really the only sample size of games that I had really ever seen him play. So when the Lakers signed him this offseason, I think, okay, you know, he he's a good player, but I I didn't remember like it just being spectacular. And because you've got Boogie that's also scoring, you know, defense it's, right. the, the playoffs is a different beast. You play a lot more defense, but I'll tell you, the the highlights that I have seen, just the way he's able to control his body, um, you it's know, crazy. it's and, and you know, shooting threes you know, when he's open and, and hitting and dropping him, he could be at the top of the key. He can like give you a drop step and then run right around you and, and just, you know, nicely with touch, lay the ball off the backboard. Um, I've seen him in alley oops where he's avoiding people when he's up in the air to get it and dunk yeah, it. Like crazy. the the physical talent that this guy is and the fact and, and all in last year I, I said like how 
is it worth giving up the future? You know, this was the debate that we were having. We're giving up Lonzo. We're giving up Ingram. We're giving up all of these players except for Kuzma. Right. Is it worth it for one player? I think the answer from every Lakers fan at this point is it was absolutely oh, worth yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You're getting a finished product in his prime, you know, the best at his position in the NBA. Yeah. And and I think he's revitalized LeBron James. I think LeBron finally now for the first time feels that he's got a running mate. And so this team is is for real. The hope is that they stay healthy. Oh, that yeah. concern hasn't gone away from me because you, you still got an older guy in LeBron. You still got an injury-prone guy in Anthony Davis. But yep. this team is going to be dangerous in the playoffs. I think the only team that can beat them is the Clippers. Yep. Wow. wow. There you go. Man. Ben. Yeah. Wait for the Raiders segment. <laughs> go Rams. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. See so, that? But- Ben, with that being said, is there any sort of load management going on with uh, LeBron? And- there hasn't been. No, I, I, I'd have to look at the stats. I, and obviously, I don't. But Vic will probably be able to tell you they play thirty-three point two no, As of game. right now, they're not. There's I think no, they're averaging no probably right around thirty-five a night. Okay. And and you know what? For historically in the NBA. Mm-hmm. 35 is, is a good amount of time. You know, you're off the court for 10 to 12 minutes. You let your, your backup play. Okay. Um, and so traditionally, you've been able to – most teams have been able over the last 40 years in basketball, at 35 minutes a night, you've been able to stay healthy. It's not like you're playing Kobe. Remember yeah. that year that you had the Achilles? <laughs> yeah. They were playing them averaging like 42 40 minutes a night. Min- okay. yeah. So at 35, it's totally reasonable. Um like I mentioned a few episodes ago, I would feel more comfortable if it was even less than that. Mm-hmm. But uh, right now, it seems to be working. It doesn't look like they're they're slowing down any. Um, I do think that if you start to see a lull, if you're if you're their head coach, let's say January, February, All Star break time, then I think it would be prudent yeah. to maybe drop their minutes because at that up. point they've developed the chemistry amongst each other that you know building into the playoffs, and then now it's more about just being able to maintain. Right, but. Uh, yeah, that, that to me is still somewhat of a concern for the Lakers because really they are two, the number two deep, you know, and if you lose those two players, oh, yeah. you go from title contender to not making the playoffs, right? Where if the Clippers were to lose their top two players, they're still possibly an eighth seed, right? So I do think that the Clippers are a deeper team, okay. but I also do think that the Lakers' top two players are better collectively than the top two players for the Clippers. Yeah. Vic, agree? Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I still think, as of right now, I think the 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 Clippers are still a better team. Agreed. Um, and because they, they they just have better pieces around them, guys that can do other team. themes. Yeah. Um, are you pandering to John Marquez? No, no, no. Because <laughs> uh, I've, I've watched them Screw play. John Marquez. <laughs> I, I, I've watched them play, and they they really they, they have a squad. I mean, their their record is not showing who they really are right now. Um, but I, I just, I don't know if in a seven game set, if even if, even if the, the Clippers have a better team, if that team can beat the Lakers, the Lakers in a seven game set and to go back to Anthony Davis, he's a monster on defense. I mean, he is between him and Dwight Howard. Yeah. It's crazy. You're not getting in the key. No. And, um, and JaVale McGee. (laughs) Yeah. I I think that those two guys are dogs and I think that they will put the Lakers on their back and um, they will. It, it's just I, seven games. I think the Lakers can can beat the Clippers, even if, even though the Clippers have a better team. If, as we all keep saying, as <laughs> long as healthy, everybody healthy, stays yeah. stays healthy, so it'll uh, that December twenty fifth game is going to be crazy, dude. This That's going to be so much fun. Can I just run through the uh, 
the West standings here. Lakers are 19 and 3 in the top spot. Yep. Clippers number 2 at 16 and 6. And that would be better if if Kawhi wasn't doing his load management. Exactly. Yeah. Phoenix is in third with yeah. 9 and 11. Nobody mm-hmm. saw that coming. Nobody saw that. Sacramento at 8 and 12. Golden State, which injuries obviously <laughs> yeah. we can blame there, yeah. but four and nineteen. Yeah. Wow, how that has changed. And you know what? You watch next season, they're gonna go from the worst team in the West yeah. to a top four team. I don't think that they'll jump back to the top because the Lakers no. and Clippers will still be there. But I do think that they'll recover when, when they when they get Clay Thompson back and when and they get, that number one pick, they get the number one pick. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they yeah. still have the old Laker, uh, D'Angelo yeah. Russell. Yeah, and, and if uh-huh. they don't still have him, they're going to parlay him into they're either a pick or another something. player. Yeah. yeah, they're going to have a squad next year. Yeah, so wow. so count your blessings that they're out of it this year. Um, you know. And you know, I think at this point, Draymond Green ought, ought to shut it down. And yeah, you know, yeah. Steve Kerr ought to let the assistant coach yes. just coach and go take a break. Like, <laughs> screw it. They should actually just stop showing up they, and just forfeit yeah. the rest of their games. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. I still stand by my prediction. That, what is it? The Oracle, the new yes. stadium. Yes. Yeah. That that there's going to be a curse of the Oracle. Yeah. You mean They're like the curse like of Anna, again? The curse of the Angel Stadium now that it's owned by the Angels. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we'll get there. Why no. is that worse? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a great transition. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> I'm sorry no I mentioned it. <laughs> the, the curse was already in place. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, I don't know if it's a curse of Artie Moreno or, or what the curse is, but uh, mm. yeah. Uh, anything else on Lakers before we move on? No. No. All right. I mean... So speaking about curses, is there a curse of Clay Helton? Benjamin, your thoughts. <laughs> Man, I'm so upset. Round two. Another year. Another year. What uh. happened? So it's funny. There's a there's a quote in the article that I read that was talking about the USC Trojans bringing Clay Helton back for next season. And the quote was by the, the new uh, athletic director. So remember, he was the one that was hired in November. Yes, yes. And with like three weeks on the job. I mentioned it two weeks ago. Like the reports were that he wasn't going to make a change with the the cost that Helton was going to that the that the university would have to incur with him not coaching. They said, "Screw it, let's let's just keep him." But here was here was the statement. It says, "I think it's important to recognize there was not unanimous support to make a change from our base and supporters." Hmm. So <laughs> that means that there were some within the ranks that were like, "We right. need to get rid of this guy." Right. Yet they they chose to keep him. And it says later on, it says. Um, I think that we have a lot to, of support, and I think that we got to do a better job engaging with our fans, pros, pro or con, and it's imperative for them to learn more about what we're doing and where we're going, and that's one of the big, biggest challenges that I have here. So then it goes on later to say in the article that you know that Clay Helton is is bringing stability to the organization. It's something that has been lacking, and that they feel like they can continue to build, and that they say that. The, the name of the article actually is that Clay Hilton will return for his uh, season at USC uh, in 2020. And it says, our future is bright. Wow. What? Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty then. Right. So, but later on in the article, it's like, it says that traditionally one of the top recruiting schools in the country, USC has just 11 known commitments and only two of them have received a higher than a three-star grade from ESPN. Wow. wow. And the wow. class is currently not among the ESPN top 40. Wow. Ooh, top 40. So, yeah. So here you, you've got, a, a historically great program yeah. saying that the future is bright yeah, and that that's... immediately 
you know, this this team it was always in the top five in recruiting, spe- especially being in Southern California. Right. And here they are outside of the top That's 40. 40. That's nuts. And it's like, this is now another year of getting not top quality recruits. So even if, like, let's say next year they let them go and they get a top coach, they're not going to immediately be able to turn around because right. they're just not going to have the, the talent players. to be able yeah. to do so. So like when Urban Meyer took over Ohio State, they went from you know, not competing in the, in the, in the big 12 to winning a national championship the next year. It's because he's got a bunch of five-star guys that he just needs to train how to do the job. When you've got a bunch of three-star guys, Mm. you can be the best coach in the world. You're not beating Nick Saban. You're not beating Dabo Sweeney. So it's, to me, it's just another shot in the heart to USC fans and you know, God bless USC. I've I've got a whole (laughs) next fall, not to worry about college football. (laughs) Cause they're going to suck again. They're going to go eight and four like they did this year. Uh, has that been the universal response? No, I mean, USC fans don't like Clay Helton universally, right? Correct. Well, again, you know what? I can't say that because I only associate with people that are like me and I'm generally. <laughs> yeah. And being I didn't me, realize there was other people like you out there. <laughs> There's not a whole lot. I yeah. kind of, I'm kind of an you anomaly. Got a small group. Right. It's a small circle. So, so may, maybe there are out there some out there, but uh, the people that I associate myself with are very disappointed with this decision. And those yeah. who hate USC love the decision. I bet you everyone, every UCLA fan is like clapping right now saying, oh, yeah, keep wow. bringing them back, brother. <laughs> uh, Sorry, buddy. It's okay. Yeah. You were, uh, you, so now is Urban Meyer off the table? For this is season, that, absolutely. Sounds like it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think personally, if it, was, if it was to have happened, it would have been this season. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know if, if he will eventually ever coach in the ranks again. Or if he'll stay a commentator. I know he's had three stints. He's left each one generally with health problems. Wow. And, you know, I think, you know, maybe it's just too much for his heart, too much for his family, whatever it is. Uh, but it, what it sounded like from the beginning during this entire uh, revamping of USC's uh, leadership, right? right, from the president down to the athletic director, it was never once considered to make decisions that would impact the football team. The, the decisions that were being made were how to better the that, university. Yeah. And and I think that had they had uh, not Clay Helton, but they had uh, Urban Meyer in mind, that they may have decided to go a different route with mm. the athletic director because it's obvious that if you being the head coach, you want to have the best relationship with your athletic director, and so there could have been better selections for that. So I think that that was sort of the indicator that USC was not looking mm. necessarily at getting Urban Meyer this year. Now who knows? Maybe maybe the new athletic director sparks up that relationship this year. They get them next year, you know, who knows. But I think as of right now, I think most USC fans think that it's not going to happen. Well, sorry, buddy. It is what it is, man. Yeah. Okay, then let's turn to a more positive note and uh, your Raiders. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's your wow. moment to shine, buddy. Can we, let's rewind a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Why don't you relive my memories? Oh, Ben. I am uh. so sorry to do this, but I feel like the last time we met, yeah. you were on cloud nine. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the Raiders were going to be first in the division mm-hmm. and uh, and looking good going into the playoffs. Yeah. And th- that was two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, Man, yeah. How things can ago. change. And yeah. then they got embarrassed by the Jets. Yeah. I think and we've been outscored like 119 to four or something in the last two weeks. <laughs> no, it's not that bad, yeah, but it was it was bad. It's bad. Though. And demolished by Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Which I gave up at that game when it was thirty-one to nothing. I'm like, ah, I probably shouldn't watch it. Anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ben, that yeah. sucks. I mean that that's the NFL right there. Like, oh, yeah. how does a team go? Like two weeks ago, so, they looked and and legitimately, you were you weren't alone. Like legitimately, yeah. even watching from the outside, not as a fan. Yeah, the Raiders looked. Yeah, there great. was that possibility. They were yeah. poised. Yeah. yeah. But that loss against the Jets. So was the Jets, the Jets loss. Yeah. So there was there was actually some articles that I had read prior to the game, and I chose to not believe it. And and sometimes I, I should listen to other people more often. But oh, we got to save that. <laughs> That's also been recorded, guys. Yeah. Um, but but there were some that were stating that with the the amount of energy that they had exerted in their wins, because they they were playing a physical brand of football, that. You know, now when you when you're traveling back east with the three hour time change, mm-hmm. uh, you know, playing against a team that you know you think you can win, especially when you're a team that hasn't really learned how to win yet, like there could be a letdown. So there was a lot of articles that I read that were basically saying, "Don't be surprised if the Raiders take a shit this week and they lose." Really? Yeah. So you know, I read that and I thought, no, you know what? I think Gruden has got him playing. I I, I ten- tended to to think more positively. Um, Good for I don't you. think I don't I think feel that, like that's rare. I don't think that anybody would have expected that the Raiders would have lost as bad as they did. And I don't remember yeah. the final score, but it was I think they were down thirty something to three, or and I, so whatever it was. Who cares what the final score is? They got their asses kicked. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that those experts would have ever guessed that the Jets would have controlled and dominated. Yeah, the game I don't way. think anybody saw that coming. Um, and and it definitely didn't help going into Kansas City the following week against the division rival that you need to beat to win the AFC West. And and I'll tell you uh, the the head coach over there, uh, Andy Reid, is an expert when it comes to film study, mm. and so the Raiders did a lot of things that I don't think that Kansas City was prepared for in the first game in Oakland, and and what I what I mean by that is is the running game. Um, the the Raiders controlled the offensive line. Uh, they were controlling the clock, and really outside of about two mistakes, and uh, like an interception or whatever it was, and then you know two broken coverages. The Raiders won that game. It would have been ten to nothing, except it was twenty eight to zero or twenty eight to ten because they gave up four <laughs> touchdowns on five big plays. <laughs> but other than but, that, but I think Andy Reid looked at that tape and essentially took the running game away. And mm, and when yeah. you, when you take that away from um, a team that that really that's that's what they identify right. with, they were able to just slug them in the mouth, and the Raiders didn't know how to respond. And mm. so. Uh, moving forward, the Raiders have got two home games. Um, I don't remember the order, but I think it's the the Titans and Jaguars, and then they go. The last two games on the season are on the road, and that's against Denver and the uh, the San Diego Chargers. So I hope that we can Love just it. yeah, I hope that we can break even and go in two and two. Yeah. If we do, we end the season at eight and eight. And I remember at the beginning of the season, I said anything over six and ten is is a is a great season for the Raiders because we are building for the opening season in Oakland or in uh, in Las Vegas. So I would be very happy with an eight and eight season. I would think that that's a success for John Gruden. Uh, we go into the off season, we build for next season. But uh, if we go and we lose all these four games, I really think that the momentum that was built early in the season would really go to shit. And so I think John needs to get control of that locker room. He really needs to win two of these next four. And I mean, obviously as a fan, you want to you want to see him win all of them. Uh, either way, I don't think the Raiders make it into the playoffs. Um, just the, there's enough AFC teams that I think that will probably edge them out. But um, yeah, at, at this point, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not confident as I was two weeks ago. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> that's is. football, though. Uh, In yeah. two weeks, yeah. you go yeah. from just feeling so good yeah. to 
I mean, like the Rams, Super Bowl contenders to not making the, the, the playoffs this year. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like well, it's crazy. Wait, night and day. out of it. Come on. You are. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ben, you know, I, I was just going to ask you about this because me and Jeff, we talk a little bit, a lot about quarterbacks, especially Jared Goff this yeah. particular season on the Rams house. Is Derek Carr your quarterback, though, for uh, the Raiders? I think he is. And and I'll, and I'll tell you why. So I, I've been a fan, and th- this goes back into the 80s, mm-hmm. and legitimately the Raiders have had one good quarterback in that time since Derek Carr, and that was Rich Gannon. Yeah. And so we've had a lot of pretenders in, in, in between. And I think for the first time in Derek Carr, we have a franchise quarterback because, A, he wants to be there. And if he doesn't, he really, he's fooling everybody. And and the problem is is that when the Raiders get players historically they they can't wait to get out, you know, <laughs> or or the Raiders can wave money at him and say, listen, yeah. we'll pay you twice what the other team is going to pay you, and they go to the other team because they just don't want to be why is a Raider. that? Because they are a losing organization. I hate to say it, but they are. <laughs> so so with Derek, you've got a guy who's got a lot of talent. Uh, I I think he's got his weaknesses. Um, I think that as long as he's got a strong running game, similar to Goff. I think he's a guy that can make you know passes in tight windows. I think this being the second season under John Gruden's offense, I think mm-hmm. he's got a much firmer un- uh, grasp of the offense itself. Uh, I think moving forward, he will be the coach on the field. Um, so I don't see him in the upper echelon in the top 10 of quarterbacks. I also don't see him in the bottom 10. I see him sort of in the Joe Flacco winning with the yeah. Baltimore Ravens, right? Like you have to have the right sort of offense. You have to have the right system. I think with John Gruden there, he is the guy. If you get off of him and you now draft a new quarterback, yeah. you're now rebuilding yourself. It's going to take you two or three years unless you've got a really strong offensive line and running game that can kind of Russell Wilson you or mm-hmm. Dak Prescott you for the first two years. You've really set yourself back a lot. So I think that the Raiders have gambled on him. I think with Gruden, I think Gruden's happy with him. If if I am the Raiders organization at this point, I say Derek Carr is my guy. I move forward with him. Wow. Well balanced and well thought out, Ben. Yeah. Wow. Plus, plus, very rare for you. Fox plus, News, man. <laughs> Fair and balanced. Fair and balanced. Plus, he's a Lakers fan, so he, he's okay in my book. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is he overpaid? Derek Carr at twenty-five million a season. Uh, yes, but not. <laughs> he's wow. had one successful a season. There is a but. That's so good. I mean, when you think about golf, what it's a thirty-six million a season and whatever. Like now, he's underpaid when it comes to like <laughs> quarterbacks. Listen, I, I think at some point, quarterbacks are every quarterback in the league is going to be overpaid, Makes right? Sense. Well, that's just a yeah. the but, position. But but yeah. it's the position. So so now you have to look at it as where does he stand amongst the other NFL quarterbacks? And I think that right now, pay wise, and I, I'm not looking at a chart, but I've got to imagine he's probably just out of the top ten, you know, or or right around yeah. that point. Okay. And to me, talent level wise, that's where he would fall. So then the answer is no, he's paid with he's worth. But me, I just have a tough time paying anybody $25 million to throw 30 times, tw- you know, once a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a little more to it than that. But. Yeah. I'm trying to simplify it. I want to make this a 30-minute episode. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Thank you. Uh, I, I was genuinely pulling for you guys. Yeah. Uh, this has been a shitty first part of the show, man. USC, <laughs> I know, Raiders. I know. Jeff we has the, to keep apologizing Lakers, to you. We had the Lakers in there. That that's was positive. True, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shall we move on to the Rams? Mr. Besa? That's yes. a little a little brighter. We uh, took on the Arizona Cardinals and, and did exactly what we should have, which is opened Win. up a can of whoop-ass. Yeah. You know, for the first time this season and talking about the Rams, I don't have any 
disappointment of what happened that last game. None whatsoever. Oh. But then again, at the same point in time, it's a subpar 500 team. Right. This is the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Right. But but Arizona. Hey, the Raiders lost to the Jets, man. So, that, you know. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's true. Again, we got that going for us. And you know what? The, this Arizona team is a much better team now than they were at the beginning of the season. I feel like they've improved quite a bit, if if I can put my rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> that, was, that was very rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Very so, because they did not look good, and the Rams were all there. So great, great, you know, all-around offense, defense, special teams. Great job by the Rams. Again, no right. issues whatsoever. Right. They did what the they right. were supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah. And I love to see those games. These games that you want to take back to your 2018 season in which they averaged about 34 points per game. That's what you wanted to see. Yeah. But again, I wish it was a team that was a little bit more tougher right. than yeah. the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, it's a slum buster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've all had them. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to give away the farm, so no, uh, for more good stuff on, that on the Rams, yes, you go to the Rams' house. Yes, that's right. Do you guys, uh, do you guys, are you guys going to talk at all at any point in the season? I, I read an article the, the the other day, and if you have if you haven't talked about it, you ought to consider talking about it. Moving forward, your five. Your top five players are going to make more than half of your salary cap moving forward, Ooh. and so it's going to really make you thin in the ranks of you know your backups and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So that all it's in a, that all in thing that you guys did over yeah. these couple couple of seasons, yeah. Aaron Donald, right. Jared Goff, Todd Gurley. <laughs> ouch! This that, is going to hurt you guys. That window's closing. Quick. This the window closes this year. This year, yeah. If you don't win it this year, you're not winning a title. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I hate to break yeah, it to like, you, but we have no number one draft pick. Yeah, for the next it's two that years. window. Yeah, yeah. And, it was a two-year window. In twenty thirty-seven, you get your first round pick back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get Rams right when the Lakers get their first, back. <laughs> their first round draft picks like chicklets. They just hand them out. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, well, um, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> Yeah, we will uh, we, take uh, that to the Rams house. <laughs> we will consider talking yeah. about that on the Rams house. Let's see the rainbows yeah. and butterflies response to that. Yeah, for Sounds sure. Great. Yeah, for more on that. that one. Well, you know the good news about doing the Rams house is you only have 17 weeks to do it this year. You ain't going to the playoffs. <laughs> there is still that possibility. Oh, We're man. in the hunt. We're in the hunt. Have not been mathematically eliminated, uh, eliminated yeah. from the playoffs. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. We're morally eliminated like the Raiders. Oh, oh wow! I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> I am a realist. Fired. I am yeah. a realist. Yeah, <laughs> playoffs ain't happening for the Raiders. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, but that window is open. I feel like our division with San Francisco and Seattle. You guys laughed yeah. at me when I said Seattle was going to win the division. Yes, we did. Yes, but, you're but welcome. I feel like that's more because it's you, and we just like to laugh at. You. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wrong often, um, but you know. Yeah. No, Seattle. Yeah. Very Pulling true. ahead of San Francisco, oh, yeah. the, I mean, wow. Oh, yeah. And, Both. you know, I, I really critiqued the 49ers. I really never thought they were the real deal. Seeing their performance over these last few games, they, they look promising. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're a good team. Yeah, yeah. they are promising. No, they they delivered on the promise. They are well, they are the real deal. So and far, and yeah. Seattle is still the real deal. They are. They are. Those are two Seattle, to me, felt really like the Clippers teams. last year. Hmm. So... If you remember, you know, the Clippers last year lost lost Tobias Harris, or not lost him. They traded him right. away to, to Detroit. And they rallied, and they collectively, they had no big names, but they were able to make the playoffs in the eighth seed. 
And if you remember Seattle last season, Seattle started, I don't know if it was one and three or one and four. They, they didn't have a good start to the season, but about midway through the season, they found whatever their groove was. I think they found their identity and they started to play well going into the right. end of the season. And if I, if memory serves me correctly, they didn't make the playoffs, but they were trending in the right direction. And so like, I felt that, you know, with Pete Carroll there having the history of being the USC coach, I'm familiar with how he builds his teams. And it's really just by competition. And it's, it's just by getting these guys to believe because he's just a leader right. that can That's, get anybody yeah. to believe yeah. in, in, in one, one motion. And that is, we're going to win. So going into the season, I didn't, I couldn't name a lot of the players, you know, but I, I just, knowing Pete Carroll, I felt that they were going to, to get to the top of that, of that uh, division. And, uh, to me, the 49ers have exceeded exceeded expectations. I didn't. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I thought that they would have a winning record, but I mean, what are they sitting at? Ten and three at this point, or ten and two? Yeah. Um, it, that's way better than yeah. I ever would have thought. Yeah. But I did feel like with the Rams last year, I think that was the pinnacle of 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 where you guys, you know, were going to go, and that all you had to do now was go down. And and I don't I don't see it actually ramping back up. I think with the contracts that you've got, it's going to be real. It's, tough. You're, you're going to go from you know nine and seven this year. And it'll be seven wins the next year. I think you're going to be down into the Jeff Fisher territory. In two <gasps> you said How his name. Dare you, <laughs> Ben? The you one are that the shall worst. not be named. Oh, oh. Don't say his name. Not cool at all. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Let's talk angels. <laughs> yeah. Well, shall we talk about your other favorite subjects so you can crap on us? <laughs> I did have one thought when I saw that, but I'll let you guys do your rainbows and butterflies, and I'll give you my take. Well, okay. Yeah. So Rams, uh, don't listen to Ben. Listen to the Rams house for the rest of your Rams news. Okay. Angels. We uh, were unsure what was going to happen with the Angels. Were they going to go to Las Vegas, maybe Long Beach? If if anybody, Jeff, you should be disappointed. I I mean, you were kind of hoping that they were going to open up a stadium across the street. That would be nice. I do love Long Beach. I love the idea of them being in Long Beach. You love traffic. I'll tell you what. uh, Where the stadium is now, it's so easy to get to and get in and out of. And it's just just comfortable and easy. And so uh, I am happy to hear that they are... They have locked that up for till what? Until 2050. 2050. Artie Moreno opened up his wallet and paid three hundred and twenty-five million dollars. So Jeff will be That's seventy-two for the years old when pocket change. <laughs> you'll, you'll be seventy-two when they're renegotiating. Oh yeah, I'll be Vic, I'll be Vic's age. Yeah, still plenty of life left. Plenty exactly. of life left. Yeah. So he purchased the stadium. He purchased the, uh, the property around it. And the disturbing thing is, is that for $325 million, he gets the stadium, but at $430 million, he gets a Mike Trout contract. Imagine. That's unbelievable. Just imagine, in 10 years, Mike Trout could have purchased Which is a depreciating the asset. Stadium. But here's the thing. Okay. And, and this, is, this is finance 101, mm-hmm. right? So- yeah, the people that invest when they, when they get their money, right? And and NBA players are, are big with this. Boxers are yeah. big with it, right? They get that first big payday. What do they go out and do? They go out and buy a buy bunch a of cars, stuff. right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they put it in their garage. Well, a car is a depreciating asset. Every year that you own that car, it loses value. Yeah. Right? Mike Trout is a depreciating asset, meaning that every year he gets older, it's going to depreciate. It's not. He's not going to be worth what he was the prior year, right? When you buy real estate, that's an appreciating asset, meaning that the land itself is going to continue to grow mm-hmm. as, you know, 
it, as, 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 as land becomes more tight down here in Southern California, it's going to become more expensive. So he purchased an asset that's going to make money right. for less than what he paid for a depreciating <laughs> asset. Yeah. That is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. I did have a thought, though. So you guys know oh, your rainbows you? and butterflies. Oh, really? Wow, another yeah. one. That surprises me. Okay, here we me. go. So I, I have a feeling that the, 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 the tra- trajectory that Major League Baseball is going, and, and, and it's because of these TV contracts, it's because the NFL has become so big, NBA worldwide has come so big that – you know, kids aren't playing baseball. Kids aren't watching baseball. People that are watching baseball are our age or older. That in time, I do believe in our lifetime, you're going to see the Major League Baseball contract. It's okay. going to go from 30 teams to, to 28, 24, whatever, whatever that is. And and this is my feeling that what's going to what the first contraction that you're going to see are the teams that have two teams. So the White mm. Sox will probably go right. The Mets will probably go. And to me, by you guys now signing in Anaheim in the Los Angeles market, you guys will not be an organization by by twenty fifty. Wow. No, but we, why is that? Still, because nobody cares about the Angels. <laughs> we still have a bigger fan base than we have. Angels Miami have a great or, fan base. Yes, or, yeah. we are the Galaxy well, have a bigger season, fan base than Angel Miami. Fan base <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those. I mean, those teams are going to go. Those okay, so the Royals. The, the Royals. Are, okay, think about it. so the Royals and the and Miami. Who else? I don't know if <laughs> the Angels, <laughs> the Mets, the Royals, are even yeah. on the, the White Sox. I mean, if you look at a list, we're consistently uh, in the middle of the pack. It's just because the Dodgers are the Lakers and we're the Clippers that that but we're I, overshadowed. I, well, right. So we're, we're not even in the middle of the pack. I would say we're still top eight. We're, yeah, yeah, we're still in the upper. Yeah. Look, I'm just being an ass. I just wanted yes. to say that. <laughs> yes. but well, I don't. I don't. They really got to record. That's what you do best. That's what <laughs> it you do best. But but that was the thought that I had when when I saw that article. I was like, you know what? Like. Aggressively ignorant is what we call yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I do, I do honestly believe though that in my lifetime, I agree, Major yeah. League Baseball will contract teams. Uh, I, I don't doubt yeah. it. That yeah. makes sense. No, I yeah, Miami could needs be right to go. There. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know how Miami survives. I have no idea. They have probably Thanks ten thousand people in attendance <laughs> every game. <laughs> it's not. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Toronto struggles. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But the Angels, we're still, uh, we're still yeah, there. You do good. You're yeah. still viable. We do, we're all yeah. right. We're no, we're no Dodgers organization. But I, I am excited to see that uh, Artie is is kind of buying all in on this, and yeah. I feel like this is his lane. You know, there's the criticism against him has been he's dabbling too much in the uh, the what the GM should be doing, the the day-to-day operations. He's doing the Jerry Jones? Yes, exactly, the Jerry Jones stuff. But if there's one thing that guy knows, it's real estate and and a good investment. And he wouldn't spend this money, even though it's chump change to him, on on this if he didn't think it was a good investment. And I think think what the Angels need is... Is a good real estate agent. A good real estate, right? Right. <laughs> Starting but, pitchers, but a revitalization. Well, yeah, a left fielder. All right. Aside, a catcher. A aside catcher. from the on-field stuff, there's that's 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 a, a bigger a problem manager. than we can fix. <laughs> hey, we got that. We got oh yeah, Joe that's Madden. true. You got Joe Madden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got I, I was still thinking Brad Ausmus. Right. I'm sorry. We can check one thing off the list. <laughs> aside from the on-field stuff, the off-field stuff. Making Angel Stadium a destination. It sounds like by buying the land around. So they're going to the get rid of of the of the, uh, the the waterfall. Then, oh, I hope not. You know, <laughs> so I feel like other people would be happy about that. 
I personally, and I'm probably That's in the Jeff minority, right hope not. <laughs> so, but no, making this a destination, like like, uh, you mean like the Disneyland that's right next door, or like. <laughs> No, but it's not close enough. You need you need like it's bars. You need stuff. <laughs> you don't walk from. You don't park at Disneyland and walk to the stadium. You got Golden Road like, across the street. The employee, yeah. Yeah, employees, yeah, Golden of, Road. Of More Disney of that did. stuff. Right. Where you're making it exactly what uh, the Rams are doing. Yeah. Where they've they've bought this plot of land and it's a destination. There's restaurants. There's bars. There's all of this stuff local. Mm-hmm. The Angels don't have that. Yeah, the Golden Road's kind of moved in and there's Carl Strauss and some of these other places that have moved in and around. But I think more of that is going to bring, yeah. you know, make make going to an Angel game more of a event. And I, and I really think that's probably Marino's vision. And I'm not going to say it's going to happen this year or next year, but overall down the road, maybe the next, you know, five years, six years or so, he wants to go ahead and invest some money into the stadium. Renovations, make some destination uh, uh, eateries down there or whatnot. But I think it's going to be that go-to place. And that's his overall vision of what, he wants to do with uh, yeah. the Angel Stadium. That only so. happens if you and guys keep are the. I was going to say the best way to do that is to put a great product yeah. on the field. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that would help because he's going to no, realize right. he's going to realize when he's you know fifty percent capacity, you know most of these games when you guys are twenty games under five hundred in June. Yeah, that you well, know you're not going to be able think, to afford those things. So I think I think the you perfect, have to win. I think the perfect thing to, to prove that is. The Dodger Stadium is horrible to get into. It's horrible oh, to get yeah, out. Yeah. It is not a destination. There's nothing around in that area. You're in the middle of a neighborhood. Yep. And yet we're number one in attendance every year. But you're the Dodgers. Like you have this history and this fan base that has grown. I mean, we've always been the the bastard right. stepchild so, yeah. of so the put, city. Put something on the field that will make people come again. Right. I mean, that's yeah. that's plan number one. I feel like that's uh, also, something they're trying to do. Yeah, that's what the you know what? <laughs> they're not as the Clippers maybe good at it. I feel like the the situation yeah. they're in that's no, easier I, said than done. And, and I'm not saying but, don't do it. What I'm right. saying is that it. I, I wouldn't even worry about that. Like yeah. that's like that should be five, six, seven, eight, yeah. nine, ten down the road. But Who so, cares about that? So Let's, I think yeah. the the Clippers would be a good sort of uh, example. So the Clippers right now are playing at Staples. They feel like they're playing in the shadows of the Lakers, which right. is of completely understandable. Are. Right. Yep. And so you know. When Steve Ballmer bought the organization, I think that what he did was he brought a vision to the Clippers. And I think that the vision was, we're going to stick with Doc Rivers. He's a proven coach. We're going to take the GM duties away from him because he wasn't well, That was the it. best thing they've done. They, they brought in Scott Skiles, I think is who their, one of their, their GMs are. They brought in Jerry West to, to consult. So they brought the best people in because they, they figured what we need to do is we need to fix the product on the court. So they go out, they do those things. Now they attract po- uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. So now they're a viable contender to win this championship. And now that that's happened, what did they do? They've secured land over right. at the Hollywood Park area over by the Ram Stadium okay. to now build their own stadium. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you finance that? You finance it by obviously the TV rights, but by selling out your games. He didn't do the opposite, which is let's let's build let's build the stadium and then make the team great. He said, let's make the team great first because that's what we do. And then let's use the money that we that we make from that product to go out and now invest in our own home. And so I think that the the, the angels, if they're smart, they'll have those plans kind of already laid out. They'll go out and they'll build that program. You've now got Joe Madden. Now you've got Trout signed. You know, if if you really want to win, invest in your pitching, right? right? Invest in those areas that Darren has said are holes. Put the product on the field. Start winning those games. 
Then once you've done that and you're selling out and you're competing with the Dodgers from 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 a, a sellout standpoint, then that's when you go in and you build all those restaurants, right. you upgrade the stadium, and you really make it a fan experience. That's that's what I would do if I was him. I uh I love it, and I think you're right. Agree to agree. Agree. I I, I thought agree. of I thought of something. <laughs> Standing ovation while you were talking, and I feel like this is we didn't plan this ahead of time, but I I think it's an interesting topic. You talk about the Clippers. Let's play credit pie. Who who gets what's the the percentages of pie that the credit goes to for the position that the Clippers are in now? I think Steve Ballmer oh. gets fifty percent. Oh, I would give him eighty yeah. percent. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he took. There's a th- lot of pie to give around. No, there's a lot of pie. There is, but he he gets a huge chunk of it because absolutely because Donald yeah, what are the could have done this. He never yeah. wanted to. Right. He just never wanted to. He was happy with the status He was happy well. with, yeah, with where they were. He didn't really care about the product. On Steve, Stephen Ballmer wanted to make that team good. He wanted to be relevant in L.A., and, and I would give him 80% who, who was the, of, uh, of who turned it around and, and made this happen. Who was the old, G, uh, not GM, the old uh, uh, CEO of Apple that passed away from cancer a few Steve years Jobs? ago? Steve Jobs. So Steve Jobs was the CEO of Apple like in the 80s, like early 90s, and they ascended to be, you know, like one of the premier companies in the United States. And then something happened and they they fired him or mm-hmm. he left. Yeah, he got fired. And then all of a sudden, they sort of plateaued and then started dropping. And mm-hmm. so like in the early 2000s, they were like, shit, we don't know what to do. And so what did they do? They went and they hired Steve Jobs again. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the iPhone came out. And then iPhone 2. And then and iPods, iPhone, yeah. iPads. All these different things. And and so now they've put themselves in the trajectory of, again, being an, a great American company. Now he's passed away. And I think that they're fledgling. My point is, is that whether you're a team or you're a company, you know, if you're Bob Kraft or you're Donald Sterling, right? You are the, the organization is who the leader is. And so, to me, when you turn a pro and when you turn a historically horrible organization into what the Clippers have become, that that is leadership. And so, to me. You know, I mean, you, there's there's credit that has to be given to Jerry West, to Scott Skiles. There has to be, you know, to um, uh, uh, Doc, Doc Rivers. Rivers. Mm-hmm. So I, I think 80 is a little much. I, I get where you're saying. But, I mean, to answer your question, that absolutely, the, the largest share of that pie has to be given to Steve Ballmer because he's made everyone in that organization believe what his vision is, and he's executing it, and that means to me that he's a good leader. I love it. So let me nice. put it, let me put it this way: If Donald Sterling had hired all of these same people we just talked about, like the Clippers are not where they're at. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Ah, they're okay. not. He wouldn't have done it, but if he, he did, wouldn't have done it, but if he did, that's true. How much does Jerry West get? Oh, I is he? Him, uh, I, I think he gets the smallest piece of the pie. Really? Yeah, because he is he just kind of a. F- Figurehead. He's more of a figurehead. So. Yeah, he's more of a figurehead. He he really didn't have anything to. I guarantee you that Steve Ballmer was the guy that came and told the entire Clippers organization, if somebody talks about Kawhi Leonard, because that was one of the biggest things that Kawhi said was, I don't want any leaks, mm-hmm. no leaks. If there is a leak, you guys are done. And I bet you, Steve Ballmer came and he yelled at everybody yeah. in this organization yeah. and said, I will put your ass in fucking jail. I will find a reason to have you arrested yeah. if any of this comes out. Because he signed, they made him sign NDAs probably. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I I wouldn't... He was the one that did that, and he was the one that shut down everything in that organization. I, I think it's nice to have Jerry West... He just got there. Yeah. He had nothing to do with, with bringing Paul George or See, Kawhi I, I Leonard or any that. of that. See, I disagree. So... 
I don't know where Scott Skiles starts and Jerry West ends, right? So let's just call it front office, right? So not one person, but let's just say the front office that's making the basketball decisions. When Jerry West first came in, I think one of the first moves that they did was they had just recently signed, what's his name, to a five-year deal, um, their, their uh, power forward, uh, Blake Griffin. They had just signed him to a, a five-year deal, and like three or four months after they did that, they traded him to Detroit. And it was to offload that contract. And to me, that was Jerry West's influence coming in saying, you can't build around this guy. And that was the start of them sort of rebuilding. And everything that they've done subsequently, which is trading Tobias Harris, getting picks, getting trades, getting guys that were less value, but you know, brought value to the organization with whatever position they were playing. To me, the front office in my estimation, gets you know another 30% of that pie. I think Doc Rivers, 20% for keeping it together, and I think 10, 10% to the players for just doing their job. Like That's how I would break it down. Yeah. I, you know what? I think, I think just Jerry West, I think his, his, his persona is bigger now than what he actually does. Because like in, yeah. in, in, in Golden State, he didn't make decisions. He was, he was the, the wise man on the hill where if they had a disagreement or if they had, they would say, okay, Jerry, what, what's your opinion on this? Mm-hmm. And then he would give his opinion. Yeah. And then you know the angels would sing. And I'm not saying, <laughs> right. and I'm not saying that Somebody he he doesn't make a difference. I'm not yeah. saying that. What I'm saying is, I think it's pumped up a lot more than what he actually does. But he, but he has the that, same role in in, in Clippers, yeah. where he's he's a consultant. He's not. He, he if he there is do the day to day. You're right. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. So if there's a disagreement or if, or if they can't figure out, you know, they go to him and say, "Well, what would you do?" And then he's like, "Well." Yeah. He parts the Red Sea, and then you know yeah. if they Just don't listen. Knowing you have their, a guy that can part the Red yeah. Sea in your back pocket, yeah. I mean, I feel like yeah. you know that confidence is worth at least a sliver yeah. Because of the, yeah. the Clippers had been the Clippers sent a, a, a scout to Kawhi's games from day one. They they had people in Kawhi's ear from day not in his ear. That's the wrong way to put it. Back when they were still with to uh, the Spurs. No, it, the first time he the first game in Toronto, they oh, Toronto. the Lakers. That's why they were uh, under scrutiny from the NBA a little bit for tampering because they had Clippers officials there. So the Clippers have been doing all this to get ready to make a run, and they knew what they had to do. They knew the contracts they had to get rid of, and so I, I don't think. It was that big of a of a question on whether or not to get rid of Blake Griffin or to get rid of Tobias Harris. I think it was all part of the math, honestly. Mm. That if if they were going to try and get Kawhi Leonard here, they had to have a certain amount of money on the books. Yeah, interesting, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff, guys. All right, we've covered a lot of sports. Ben, you happy? I'm very. You always like when we talk sports. <laughs> I do. All right. This, Bef- the, the the format that we changed to was bullshit. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> your idea of the change. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, uh, before we get out of here, uh, Vic has some uh, Cyber Cyber Monday, Black Friday <laughs> yeah. talk. Well, first of all, did anybody get anything? Did anybody buy anything on I Black didn't Friday? I did buy a or, single thing. Well, Monday? truth be told, I didn't even know Black Friday was a thing until a couple years ago. Cause Holy I, shit. What? I am, what, is, what planet do you live on? Uh, planet Death Valley. Okay. I there you go. In, yeah. I am camping in the middle of the desert every Thanksgiving for like for three my, months before my entire Christmas? life. I I didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> I literally didn't know it was a thing until probably like five or six wow. years ago. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. My wife religiously for the last ten years yeah. has gone out on Black Friday, and Victor, you probably know that as well because yeah. my wife is usually mm-hmm. with your yeah. wife mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. Target. Kohl's, yes. wherever the mall until midnight, two o'clock, three a.m. Yeah. in the morning, shopping away. Vic, Vic's at the strip club. 
<laughs> Thanks for they your invite, Dick. They have Black Friday deals too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> 50 cents Cheese on the dollar. My cherry pie. <laughs> so my wife is all about it. This year was the first year. She wow. did not do anything on Friday. Really? Wow. Black online Friday. nothing? Wow. Well, she she waited till Monday. Oh. Yeah. oh. She Cyber was, yeah. Monday. She waited till Cyber Monday, okay. yeah. All right. I mean, Cyber Monday sounds so much easier than Black Friday. Are the deals as good on Cyber Monday as they are Black Friday? You know Friday? what? Honestly, the uh, every, you could buy everything on Black Friday online. The only things you oh, can't right. get are the doorbusters, and it's like usually the front page. Mm-hmm. Okay. But everything else inside, I, for the past three or four years, I, I haven't gone because I just buy everything online that I want to So get. you've done Black Friday before? Bef- yeah. In the in the past? Yeah. Really? It sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> ben, terrible. you would be miserable. Oh, Ben would hate oh, I would, it. Because it sounds it. like crowds yeah. and yeah. Ben long would lines. Yeah. 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 I, all of it. Probably hot. Well, and I don't and stuffy stores, and I don't like buying people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people. I buy necessities. I don't go out and buy stuff just because it's at low price. Yeah, like yeah. I'm the kind of guy that will overpay for something I need rather than underpay for something oh. that I don't. Who's the money bags now? He's got Garcia. Money. <laughs> He's got Mr. It, money it's back. not basic. <laughs> not basic money. <laughs> I live a comfortable life, and that's oh, it. Oh man, yeah. All well, right. So uh, so no Black Friday. So Cyber Mo- I didn't I didn't buy anything. Well, I wasn't in town for Black Friday and I didn't buy a single thing on Cyber Monday. Wow, you're you're good. It, yeah. maybe it's because you don't have kids though. That's I true mean, too. Probably. Well, yeah. Ben has kids, but yeah. Well, it's, you, it's it. a combination <laughs> of not having kids and not planning my Christmas shopping better because I feel like if Jeff's I knew... Jeff's putting Christmas lights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still don't have ornaments don't on have my one. tree. I do have a tree. I do have my tree. I just... Uh, we, you we, hate we Christmas. We got the tree. I you just hate decorated. Christmas. Our Christmas village is up, if that oh, if any better. Oh, Christmas village. Oh, wow. I... I yeah. Wow. Should have yeah. looked on Cyber We started Monday. that last year. Probably got some deals. Yeah, you could have built up that uh, Good village. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, well, anyways, I have I have a game for you guys. Okay. Oh, I like games. Is this and Price is Right game? <laughs> it's called Black Friday or Cyber Monday. Here oh. are the rules. I have I have question. I have one question for each of you guys. Okay. Right. right. And it's either you have to take the Black Friday answer or the Cyber Monday answer. Whichever one you choose nullifies the other answer. Okay. Okay. Oh, All this right. Is, this is gonna be easy for me. All right. So oh, we'll start off with Ben then. All right, Ben, you yes. ready? Yeah, let's do is it. Is your Black Friday gift going to be a new Dodgers coach? Okay. Or your Cyber Monday gift of Lakers get quality help at the trade deadline? Which one would you oh, rather have? Dave so if Roberts. you pick, so new coach. Absolutely. So the Lakers get nobody Whoa. at the trade deadline. Correct. All I right. think the Lakers can win it as is. All right. Fair enough. Wow. Told you it's easy. Nice. Dave Roberts needs Dave to go. Roberts gone. Gets the axe. Wow, All that's right. a that's a Black Friday deal right there. <laughs> where, does, where does he go for that deal? Is that Walmart or Kohl's? <laughs> MLB.com. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know there was that kind of deal on Black Friday. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, Darren, you're up next. Yes. You ready? Are you going to go with your Black Friday deal of the Rams upgrade their entire offensive line next year but lose one defensive starter to a season-ending injury in the first game, Ooh. or a summer vacation is made unlawful throughout the 50 states, thus keeping your kids in school year-round. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Darren John. That's a tough yeah, one. Your beloved Rams. So, yeah, remember, if you pick the Rams, your kids 
they're they get out of school. For those who don't yeah. know, Darren works for oh, home most days, so right? on summers. Yeah. He's got the kids. I, I religiously all day take long. that picture on that last day he of does. school. Every it's, it's, yeah. I'm kicking and, and the dragging. first day, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I love that first day of yeah. school. It's like Christmas. <laughs> yeah. All As over a kid, again. you look forward to Christmas. When you're <laughs> when you're a parent, you look forward to the first yeah. day of school. Darren's entire demeanor changes. It does. In it September. really hey, does. No, I I, yeah. I enjoy my freedom. I love my kids. Uh, sorry, Aiden and Kayla. But, uh, <laughs> Are you saying like, it's like year round? It's yes. Like... <laughs> Why not? Yes. Every parent who listens to yes. this will agree oh, with that. That's good stuff. Oh, well played, oh, sir. Well hey, played. I value a great education. <laughs> he could also frame it by saying, I believe in less need that he's going to do that anyway. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> if, even if he have doesn't, you, have you seen the Jalen Ramsey deal? Amen, <laughs> brother. You're speaking my language. Uh, good stuff. Oh, All right, so on man. to Jeff. Are you oh, ready? I'm. I'm nervous. This is. All right. Yeah, so remember, like one answer, Nick. So now the Rams. There is no offensive upgrade. Okay. First one is two chicks at the same time. Oh. <laughs> I am married. I am married. I'm sorry, Vic. I keep ruining your game. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So, Jeff, Mike Trout stays with the Angels throughout the rest of his contract. Okay. Or is that, is that Black, Black Friday? Friday or that's your Black Cyber Friday. Monday. Your Black Friday. Black Friday. Or the Angels stay in Anaheim through 2050. Which one do you take? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> ooh. So one negates the other. Right, right, right. Either the Angels leave or Mike Trout leaves. I would take... Well, we wouldn't know where the Angels go, right? No. They no. could go to Long Beach. Hold on, hold on. They they could could. Go to they what Vegas. city do you hate the most? That's where they go. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Toronto. Did they go to Toronto? <laughs> Vancouver, yeah, maybe? Yeah, Canada. They moved to Canada. <laughs> Somewhere in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost our listeners in that oh, territory. <laughs> No, I I think uh, just for the simple logistical fact that I'm never around for Black Friday, I got to go with Cyber <laughs> Monday, and that the so Mike uh, Trout is gone. You hate Mike, Mike Trout. Trout is gone. Wow. Hey, you know what? We'll we'll save some it, money. It would make so hopefully angel- hopefully we got a boatload of absolutely uh, make the angels better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ben's been, you two have been preaching it for a while. Yeah. yeah I just, yeah. I they ought to upgrade well their in stadium announcer as well. Re- oh! oh! I'm just playing, Mike. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he, he fell asleep half an hour ago. Uh, <laughs> that's just to see if he's keeping sharp, if he's still listening. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he'll text us if we, if we hear from I him. I had a question for Hammer, but he already answered it. Oh, let's my, hear it, though. Well, let's hear my, it. Yeah. My question was would you rather spend a Wednesday with uh, uh, us? Or spend oh it not with us Black Friday yeah spend it with us with us or Cyber, Cyber Monday, Monday spend Gosh, it with Gessman, Josh yeah. Gessman. Josh Gessman yeah oh you know the answer yeah. oh yeah he's, <laughs> he's he on Cyber yeah. Monday he answered it for us yeah, yeah. sorry oh. dang it <laughs> or Labor Day sale spend it with your family <laughs> no it's not that one <laughs> it's for sure not that one no I think a good one would have been you have to have your whole house furnished by uh, <laughs> living spaces, living spaces. <laughs> Or the galaxy never uh, win in your lifetime. Oh, wow. That would have been no, good. No, it wouldn't be that. No, yeah. It, it, He'd be loving it. But you have to pay full price for all the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> and they cannot be returned and, ever. Yeah. And it'd be late. And it <laughs> and would be, be damaged. <laughs> and it'd be incorrect. Yeah. And you have to put it on layaway and pay like a 10% interest <laughs> fee on it. Yeah. All of that. Oh, While wow. it's in your house. Yeah. 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 
Oh, good stuff, guys. Way to finish strong, Vic. Thanks for uh, thanks for, for playing bringing that in. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Nicely done, gentlemen. It's good to be back. Always Great good to be to back. See yeah. your ugly faces. Uh, we're out of here. We are guys in shorts. Follow us on Twitter at guys in shorts pod and on Instagram at that same thing. Uh, website we haven't updated in years, so don't even worry about it. You shouldn't even tell me own a website. No. That's true. That's true. Hey. We do check voicemail. Do we still check the voicemail? Yes. All right. Yes. Leave a voicemail for us. Tell us how amazing we our website is. We have a voicemail. Five, oh, did we? We got a voicemail? Yes. Well, we got to bring that up. We got to play that. Oh, let's do that. Hi, guys. This is Nicole Costello, Victor's wife. Sorry, I sound like a man. I am sick right now. <laughs> um, I was listening to the podcast from this past week. Yes, I listen pretty much every week, no, by the way, for the last. Week. I don't know, two, three years, how long you guys been doing this. Anywho, uh, in regards to the YouTube uh, workouts, they are called The Body Project. I don't follow um, on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not sure if anybody answered that or if anybody cares, but the workout series we are doing on YouTube for free is called Body Project, and they are awesome, and there's a million different ones, and go check them out. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Good job, guys. Bye. All right. Nice. Awesome. You like would have I been said, in massive I, trouble oh, good if Lord. you didn't play that. Thank God you said something. I feel like you're in trouble <laughs> that you forgot. I did, but it would, it, would have been, it would have been worse. Yeah, Jeff just roller totally skates nine worse. miles every morning. <laughs> <laughs> he puts on those John Stockton shorts that are yellow <laughs> with a red headband, and then he, you could just see him like look, looking like he's swinging his arms. Blades of glory, glory you know? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, that is Nothing awesome. Nothing about that sounds terrible. That's how to he me. keeps the weight on. I, <laughs> I have a strange love of roller skating. It's it's uh, yeah. it's bizarre, eclectic. Yeah, but I love. love it. Yeah, you really do. Well, Vic, you know, props up to you and uh, Nicole. You know, you're doing yeah. the whole workout thing. Yeah. I feel like honestly. I probably gained like at least five pounds. Oh, so Eric and I are sending pictures yeah. to each other again? <laughs> you, you guys might as well because no. So I I sent up a picture the Saturday before Thanksgiving, and I so I I, I made the mistake of telling my parents I was like, yeah, I'm trying to lose weight again. So they, every time I see them, they're like, so what's your plan? How do you do it, right? <laughs> so anyway, so I was two fifteen the Saturday before Thanksgiving, and so okay. I texted Eric a picture, and he's like, crap. Uh, now I need to get on it, right? See? And so anyway, uh, this past Saturday after Thanksgiving, I was 217. So <laughs> oh! Same here. Yeah. That's pretty good for so, Thanksgiving. So yeah, so then he Make sent, it through the holidays he sent with me, only two pounds. Uh, yeah, it's uh, not uh, bad. What, what did he call it? A graceful nude? <laughs> so, so, <laughs> what? <laughs> Yes, like, what? yes, I'm so glad Don't I'm not remember? on this text chain. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a Cyber Monday deal? <laughs> what the... Graceful no, nude. No, what he means by it is that we're weighing in naked, right? But what we're doing is we're just taking a picture of the scale, right? This is, this is right? An awful idea. So he just so he called it a graceful nude. And I thought it was the funniest thing. But anyway, so so we're back on it now, and and, and, and we're dedicated to dropping a minimum of a pound a week, and nice. we've got our goals. Nice. And so, uh, Vic, you're more than welcome to join the picture. Yeah. We can we can add in the texts. And, Let's do uh, it. Keep you honest, and uh, we could we could be the three sexiest guys in podcasting if we just keep it up. Ooh, oh, getting yes. ready for the you calendar. guys are already soon are. enough. We can go roller skating about. with Jeff. Yes, you guys are always welcome. I can't wait. You want to wear rollerblades? That's fine too. No, no, no. I like the four boxy roller. Oh skates. yes, yeah. me too. I agree. Yeah. Keep it classy. 
Creepy Cassie, uh, San Diego. That's right. Ah, well, when you talk to Hammer, tell him we said hello. We Will never, do. We never get to see that guy. <laughs> yeah. If you'd like to leave a voicemail for us, do that at 562-450-3356. Thank you to Nicole Costello. Yeah, that was for awesome. For filling us yeah. in on the, the YouTube uh, exercise videos. And they, I'm, I'm telling you, they really are good. The yeah. guy's a little weird and funny, but they're good. Hey, they're free. It works. They're free. Too. It's an exercise. Yeah. Don't they have those? It's free. Don't they have? What is that dance call when the when when the, ass, the ass is slapped like this? Twerking. <laughs> Twerking. Do they have like? <laughs> I want to learn how to twerk. The twerk out? Do they that have is 50 minutes of just twerking? <laughs> Do they have a YouTube video for that? I want to. I feel I like you need that. to create it. I, well, call it the twerk you know out. I'm going to make it my, my <laughs> life's mission to go out. and investigate and see if I can find one. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm sure in five minutes you'll have found it. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, review us wherever you're listening. Subscribe also wherever you're listening, and uh, share the show with all the friends that you have, and uh, tell them how great. Guys and Shorts is for uh, all your sports and entertainment and pop culture needs. Good stuff. Guys, it's great to be back. Great to be back, yeah. Indeed. And uh, Happy holidays, it. guys. Come yes! On. yes. Oh, it is quick. Could not be more yes. excited that Christmas is coming. I feel like we got a couple more weeks in us before we uh, maybe uh, take a little rest, but uh, we'll be back next week for sure. Yes. Yeah. For all sure. right. Yeah. For Victor Costello, Darren Basin, and Ben Garcia, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.